Lord, we approach your word this morning with a sense of reverence and awe. We thank you, Lord God, that you have exalted your word above your name. Thank you, Lord, that you said forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Because it is settled in heaven and given to us here on earth, we purpose in our heart in 2021 to establish your word in our hearts and then to speak it forth boldly and act on the word of the Lord. Thank you for speaking to us today in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. So what we're looking at in this series called Keys to a Successful 2021 is various things I believe that the Lord has dropped in my heart to share with you that will help you have success this year. Beyond any shadow of a doubt, it is the will of God and it is the plan of God for all of us to succeed. In 3 John 2, he said, Beloved, I wish or I pray above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Well, prospering is another way of saying having success in your life. So on this road in 2021, there are some things that you can implement consistently in your life that will ensure that kind of success. Now on the 27th of December, we looked at the first key, and that was to let go of the past, to let go of past hurts, to let go of past worries, And to let go of grudges and all bitterness. And then on New Year's Eve, we talked about let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Life will be better. Life will be different. Life will be bright as you sing forth the praises of God in 2021. Now, this morning, I want to park on and talk a while on a very important principle that will help us to walk in divine prosperity. It is found in the book of Colossians, and notice with me in the 16th verse. And I want to center in on the first part of that verse in Colossians 3.16, where it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of the Christ dwell in you richly. Now this word dwell means to live. It means to inhabit. Now we know that his word is alive. Hebrews 4.12 says that the word of God is alive and filled with power. And so I want to encourage you at the top of this year to let his living word live in you richly. Now that word richly literally means to the point of saturation, abundantly, copiously. The passion says this, let the word of Christ live in you richly and may it flood you with all wisdom. Now, 
meditating in God's word. Meditation will cause his word to dwell in us richly. Now we know over there in the book of Joshua, in chapter 1 and verse 8, this is right after the death of Moses, and Joshua was his apprentice. And now Joshua was to lead the children of Israel. And if you'd take time to read the first seven verses, you would see in that first chapter that God was instructing Joshua to be strong and courageous, to be strong and to be very courageous. And then in verse 8, we see how that God instructed him and the way that Joshua would be able to be strong and carry out what Moses had begun. So let's take a look this morning in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. As you meditate, you will be able to observe you will be able to see how to implement what you've been thinking on. And then it goes on to say, for then, not before then, for then, you will make your way prosperous. I think that's interesting how he says that. God certainly is involved in prospering us, but we're co-laborers together with him. We've got to yield to the instructions that he's given so that we can make our way prosperous. And then he says, And you shall deal wisely and have good success. Everyone say, good success. So God wanted Joshua to be successful. And he wants you to be successful. And meditation in God's word will cause all of us in 2021 to deal wisely in all the affairs of life. Meditating in God's Word is the way that you and I can receive the Word, the way that you and I can let His Word dwell in us richly. Now notice with me, and let's turn now to the book of James, and I want you to notice in the first chapter... Uh, the very 21st verse, James chapter 1, and notice with me in verse 21. It says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Now that's a King James way of saying, let go of the weights, let go of the sin, anything that has held you down in the natural, let it go in 2021. So lay all those things apart. Now notice then, and receive with meekness, with a humble spirit, with a teachable attitude, receive with meekness, now notice this next phrase, the engrafted word, the engrafted word, or the implanted word, which, if it is received properly, is able to save your soul, to renew your mind, and cause you to have a peace that passeth all understanding. So welcome the word. 
which implanted and rooted in your heart contains the power to save your souls. That word engrafted means to plant firmly and to establish strongly this glorious word that God has given us to live by. He said in Matthew 4, 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, but man shall live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Through meditation, and this is our key then to a successful 2021, through meditation, this word becomes engrafted in you. Now, I need to say this, that meditating is more than just reading. You know, this time of year, everyone gets on a reading program of reading the Bible. And I think that's great. And I think that's awesome. But I think sometimes our reading programs become a race just to get through the chapters that we're reading and we're not digesting that much of what we are reading. My suggestion would be to you, instead of reading four or five or six chapters a day, read one of the Proverbs every day. Read one chapter in the Bible every day and think about it and dwell on it and ponder it. And then, of course, if you want to read the whole Bible, hey, we suggest that you do that. But make sure that you're not going so fast that you're missing some nuggets that God has got for you along the way. Now, the dictionary defines meditate as to talk to yourself. So when God told Joshua, you shall meditate in this word day and night, he's telling him, I want you to think about it, ponder it, dwell on it, and then begin talking it to yourself. Talk to thyself. It also means to mutter. It means to say it over and over again to oneself. Another definition of meditate is to muse. What, what does to muse mean? Muse simply means to ponder it. Jerry Savelle says it this way, squeeze all the juice out of the scriptures. I like that. Spend time meditating in the word until others can see that is absolutely changing your life and causing you to be fruitful. Now listen to this statement. For you and I to go from just having a bunch of information found in God's Word, for us to go from information to revelation will take some meditation. Amen. And revelation knowledge is what you and I want. That is knowledge that is revealed to your inner man. That is epinosis, what the Greeks talk about. That's a revealed knowledge to where it becomes real down on the inside of you. Glory to God. Now, again, I'm going to make this statement. To go from information to revelation will take some meditation. Now, let's turn over to Proverbs chapter 29. Proverbs the 29th. Praise God. You're going to get a good feeding this morning. Praise God. Hear the word and do the word that you're hearing today. 
In Proverbs 29:18, I want to notice the first part of this verse. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says here, where there is no vision. Vision has to do with sight. It has to do with what you are seeing. You'll never be able to seize all that God has for you in 2021 until you first see it. Vision is absolutely important. And so he's saying here, where there is no vision, and then he goes on to define that, no redemptive, now notice, not information of God, no redemptive revelation of God, what happens? It says that the people perish. My people are destroyed, I want to say it this way, for a lack, not of information. My people are destroyed for a lack of revelation, knowledge about God. So we see there, where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation, the people perish. But I'd like to flip that over just for a moment and say it this way, because this is what I believe about you. And this is what I believe about me. I believe where there is vision, where you can see what God is saying to you in the word, where there is vision, where there is redemptive revelation, we will not perish, but we will prosper. Just put your hand over your heart and say, Thank you, Lord. In 2021, I believe that I receive redemptive revelation. And as a result, I will prosper. My family will prosper. And my church will prosper in Jesus' name. Everyone shout amen. So redemptive revelation. Get Revelation on your redemption. Get revelation on your right standing with God. <clears throat> Get revelation on the integrity of God's word. So to receive revelation requires meditation. To receive revelation requires meditation. And when you get revelation, that is the place where you see with the eyes of your spirit, with the eyes of your heart. He that hath ears to hear and he that has eyes to see. One of the greatest ways that I know of to receive revelation and to receive in, uh, to receive transformation is through an invitation for the Lord to open up the eyes of my heart or the eyes of my spirit. And this is a prayer that you can pray for yourself on a regular basis. It's found in the book of Ephesians and it's chapter 1 and verse 18 where Paul says that the eyes of your understanding, that's the eyes of your inner man, being enlightened, enabling you to know several things. Oh, praise God. The Amplified says it this way, that the eyes of your understanding would be flooded 
with light. When you welcome the word and pray for God to give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, the Word of God will come flooding in. The lights will go on, and you will see some things that you've never seen before. Hallelujah! Flooded with light. So let's do that right now. Let's just ask Him for a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him in 2021. Those of you that are here in the auditorium, those of you that are home, just pray this with me. Heavenly Father, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus for the eyes of my inner man to be flooded with light. Help me to see, Lord, what I need to see. Help me to know what I need to know. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Now, expect the Bible to come alive and become a different book and to see some glorious things. So meditation then also means to fix your mind on the Word of God. Another uh, definition of meditation is to imagine. You know, God has given all of us an imagination. Most of the time, when we hear the word imagination, we might, might, might as well be honest about it, we hear 2 Corinthians 10, where it says, casting down the wrong images. In other words, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the word of God. And, of course, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's the wrong kind of imagination. That's where the enemy begins to toy with our soul, bringing his thoughts and bringing his suggestions and bringing his images. That's the wrong kind of image that we want in our life. That is to be cast down. But God has also given us the mind of Christ. God has given us a sound mind and God has given us his word so that we can have an image on the inside of us of who we are, where we are and what we have and what we can do in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Your imagination is a God-given tool to help you achieve success. God has given us a wonderful mind, a wonderful imagination for the purpose of forming images of God's Word in your mind and in your heart. And as you do this, what this will do, this will literally enable you to develop a blueprint for a prosperous future. If you can see it in the Word of God, you can have it. If you can see it, you can seize it. If you can see it, you can achieve it. So what are you saying to me today, Pastor Mark? I'm instructing you. I'm encouraging you. Don't stop meditating on God's Word until you can see yourself with what the Word of God says. See yourself healed. See yourself debt-free. See yourself free from depression. See yourself succeeding. See yourself with that new job. See yourself 
with greater and even better relationships. See yourself the way that God sees you. And as you do, you'll be able to walk in it. You'll be able to enjoy the God kind and the God quality of life. Glory to God. I just preach myself happy. Amen. So the question I have for you this morning is, what is it that you are seeing? What image do you have of your life for 2021? What kind of blueprints are you, work, are you working on? See, whether or not we prosper in our lives is really up to us. Because all the promises of God are yes and amen. And he has given us exceeding great and precious promises that by these... We might be partakers of the divine nature, but by the great, exceeding, great and precious promises of God, we may take it and believe it and act on it and have it. Can you say amen? So understand this. You know this verse of scripture as well as I do. In the book of Romans, great chapter, Romans the 10th chapter and verse 17. Romans 10 17 says, So then, faith cometh by what? Faith cometh by hearing. Notice it didn't say that faith comes by having heard. Well, I heard that in 2020. It's a new day. It's a new year. There's fresh manna available to us every day. And so it says, So then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing. Faith goeth by not hearing. Faith goeth by thinking, well, I've heard that before, I have arrived. No, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by what? By the word of God. Now listen very carefully. Words paint pictures. Words give vision. Words give sight. Faith comes by hearing. And in hearing God's word, you will begin to see yourself as the head and not the tail, as above and not beneath, as the healed and not the sick, as the rich and not the poor, as full of joy and not depressed. Come on, somebody. Walking in love, not walking in strife. See, that's why it's so vital to keep the word of God before you day and night till it floods you, till it overwhelms you, till it causes overflow in your life to where actually you can see it and now you can walk in it and you can enjoy it. Amen and amen. So words, they paint pictures. Now, I want to look at Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs, the fourth chapter. And notice with me in verse 20 through 22. He said, now, my son, attend to my words. Give my word first place. Incline your ear to my sayings. That's the hearing part. Next verse. Let them not depart 
from before thine eyes. Keep them where? In the midst of your heart. Now, I want to camp out on that just for a moment. Don't let God's word depart from before your eyes. Many years ago, I heard a tremendous teaching called God's Medicine by Kenneth E. Hagan, my spiritual father, Brenda's spiritual father, and many of you. And he said this in this word that he was teaching on God's medicine. If you won't let God's word depart from before your eyes, you're bound to see yourself with what God's word says is yours. That's a simple principle. But oh my goodness, how true it is. Let not God's word depart from before thine eyes. Keep them where? <clears throat> In the midst of thine heart. Now notice verse 22. Did you wear your shouting clothes this morning? Are you shouting pajamas? Or whatever the case may be. Glory to God. Come on, let's just shout a minute. Glory to God. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Now notice verse 22. For they, my words, are life unto those that find them. They are life to those that let it dwell in them richly. And notice, and health or medicine to all of their flesh. Amen. So if you're battling some sickness and disease, just get into the Word, enter into rest, and let His Word infuse you with medicine that will quicken you and strengthen you and cause your body to be whole and healed. Amen. So we're talking about meditation. Now, another definition of meditation, it also means to chew. <laughs> it means to chew. It means to chew over and over. Animals, like cows, do what is called they chew the cud. And the reason that cows chew the food twice is in order they, they, so they can digest it properly. They chew it once. They're ruminating animals. They bring it up. And then they chew it again so that they can digest it. Cows, I'm told, spend nearly eight hours out of every day chewing the cud. You know, if you go out into the, you know, the rural areas of California or Minnesota or Wisconsin, uh, you'll notice cows just sitting there chewing all day long. Amen. <clears throat> well, you and I are instructed to chew the cud. We're instructed to meditate day and night. Dad Hagen says it this way, the most deeply spiritual men and women that I know of are men and women that set aside time every day to meditate on the Word of God, to chew the cud. What do you say this year, you and I feast on God's Word? It's such a banquet. In Jeremiah the 15th chapter and the 16th verse says this, Thy words were found, their life to those that find them. And I did eat them, and thy word was unto me. What did it cause? It caused some joy. It caused some rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by your name. 
The NLT says it this way, and you may want to just go ahead and, and read it with me from your home. Let's go ahead, ready, read. When I discovered your words, I devoured them. They are my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, O Lord of heaven's armies. Woo, glory to God. And so God's word is faith food. It is meant to be eaten and digested. Eat it, bring it up again by speaking it and let it become a part of your life. Now, yesterday, I was looking at some old notes and I looked at some notes from Jerry Savelle on meditating in God's word. I want to give him credit for this. And uh, in the Bible Overcomers, there's several sermons. And he shared seven objectives of meditating God's word. Seven objectives of meditating God's word. Let me go through them quickly. If you're taking notes, you can write this down or you can watch it later and you can get it then. The objective number one, apply the word of God to you personally. Apply it to you personally. Number two, and this is really important, invite the Holy Spirit to make God's word a reality in your life. The Holy Spirit, he will reveal, he will disclose, he will show you what God's word is saying. Invite him, the third person of the Godhead, to make God's word a reality in your life. Number three, these are simple ones. Ponder on how his word applies to your life. Ponder on how his word applies to your life. Number four, dwell on how this word from the Lord applies to your situation. And number five, this is so important, place yourself in agreement with what God's word says about you. Come into agreement, whether you understand it or not, whether you're maybe struggling with it or not, up here, just say, I agree. You said it, I believe it, I agree it with it, and I'm going to have it in my life. Amen. And then, number six, and we've talked about this at length, see yourself as God sees you. See yourself as God sees you. And then number seven, realize the integrity of God's word, and I love this last phrase, and make it your final authority. I'm going to say that again. Realize the integrity of God's word and make it your final authority. If you and I will make the word of God final authority in 2021, it will give us stability. When everything in the natural may try to give way, you and I can be the most stable in the midst of unstable times. When we make his word final authority, we will be overcoming when others are overcome. If we will make God's word final authority, glory to God, what does that mean? It means to believe what the word says instead of what people say. 
It means to believe what the Word says instead of what Satan says. It means to believe what the Word says instead of what circumstances say. So I'm encouraging you. On January 3rd, at 11.09 a.m., fearlessly commit yourself to the authority of God's Word. And there won't be anything in this unstable word, world that can steal your security from you. Glory to God. Meditation. To go from information, glory to God, to revelation will take some meditation. Now let's close with a couple of scriptures. Let's go over in Psalms, if you would, just for a moment. The book of Psalms. And notice with me, in verse 1. It said, Blessed, the Amplified says, to be envied is the man who walks not, where? In the counsel of the ungodly, or we could say it this way, in the wisdom of this world that comes from beneath, nor stands in the way of sinners. The man who doesn't do that is blessed, nor sits in the seat of of the scornful. Well, if we're not going to do that, what are we going to do? Verse 2. Let's read it together. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate by day and night. Now say this with me real strong. In his word, I am delighted. And in his word, I'm going to meditate by day and by night. Glory to God. Now the CJB, I don't know if we have that, that's the Christian Jewish Bible. The CJB says it this way. There are light, well, we need to go back to verse 3. I'm moving too quick. Praise the Lord. Don't want to do that. Verse 3 of Psalm 1. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf will not wither. And whatsoever you and I do, this year is going to prosper. Glory to God. Now the CJB of verse 3 says this. That's where I got ahead of myself a little bit. He said, They're like trees planted by streams. They bear their fruit in season. Their leaves never, never wither. Everything they do succeeds. I prophesy over you. As you act on this word, whatever you put your hand to this year is going to prosper in the name of Jesus. No matter what heat we face, no matter what drought we may face, no matter what comes our way, we're like a tree. We're planted by the rivers of water, drawing from the life of God found in God's word. Now, Jeremiah Chapter 17 and verse 7 through 8. His good, this good news today, isn't it? Yeah. Glory to God. This is good news. Can I hear a shout out there from your living room? Glory to God. Good news. Good news. Good news. Hallelujah. Let the good news dwell in you richly. Now in Jeremiah 17 verse 7 and verse 8. It said, most blessed is the man. We're the most blessed. We're so blessed, the blessed people call us blessed. 
Most blessed is the man who believes in, trusts in, and relies on the Lord, whose hope and confidence the Lord is. For he shall be like a tree, that's you and me. We shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out our roots by the river of life and shall not see and fear when heat comes. But our leaf in 2021 shall be green. It shall not be anxious and full of care in the year of drought, nor shall it cease yielding fruit. Glory to God. The message says in that one verse, never a worry, no worries. Being careful for nothing, no worries here. Never a worry through the hottest of summers, never dropping a leaf, serene and calm, fresh, bearing fresh fruit every season. Glory to God, fresh fruit every season. We're at the top of a new year. Let this word be received. You know, in the same way, those that are around you, when you do this, they'll be able to see the fruit of the results of God's word working in your life. The fruit of blessing, the fruit of joy, the fruit of divine health, the fruit of the blessing of God upon your life. So I want to say this morning something that Paul said to his young son in the faith, Timothy. Brenda and I have many sons, have many daughters in the faith. Don't let this word be taken lightly today. I believe this is hot off the press, something that the Lord is speaking to all of us. So we all want to say to you something Paul said in 1 Timothy 4.15. He said, meditate upon these things that you've heard today. Give yourself wholly to them that your profiting may appear to all. Meditating on the promises of God will lead you down a path to a prosperous, successful 2021. Praise God. Well, let's stand to our feet and let's give God praise. Let's give him glory today. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and say this with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I receive what I've heard this morning. Thank you for taking me to greater revelation in your word. I purpose in my heart to make your word final authority and to let it dwell in me richly. I'm going to see some things this year that I've never seen before. And I'm going to have some things this year that I've never had before. And Lord, we just want to give you the praise. We want to give you the glory. And we want to thank you so very much. Oh, hallelujah, for your word is life. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I know everybody was truly edified and blessed by that encouraging word today. And what came up in my heart when you were talking so much about meditating 
on the Word of God is this. When we meditate on the Word of God, we get the Word into our heart in abundance. In abundance. And didn't Jesus say over in Luke chapter 6, He said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So good. I heard one minister say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth leaketh. (laughs) So what we're watching, what we're listening to, what we're meditating on, it gets into our hearts. Yes. And if we're watching and listening and meditating on the wrong things, it will affect Mm -hmm. our heart. There's so much bad news out there. There's so much fear and anxiety in the atmosphere. Atmosphere. If that's what we're meditating on instead of the Word of God, we're going to find ourselves out of the abundance of the heart saying things like, I'm so afraid I'm going to get sick. I'm so mm-hmm. worried I'm going to lose my job. You know, worry is meditating there you go. on the lies of the devil. Yeah, exactly. Worry gets into people's thought lives. Yeah. And it's like a recorder over and over and over again. It's time to change the channel. Oh, that's good. Amen. And it's time to do what the Word says. Yeah. Open it up. Read it. Let it dwell in you. Yeah. And talk to yourself. That's right. Um, How many of you know we all need some encouragement? That's right. You know, you may be facing a big meeting this week. Or you may Mm -hmm. be facing an interview for a new job. Yeah. Or perhaps... There's a challenging relationship that you're involved in Mm. and you need to deal with it. One thing that you can do to get ready for those types of situations is talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Over and over again. Just just have this self-talk. Amen. Self-talk like this. Thank God greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. All the way to the meeting. Thank God greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Amen. Or maybe you're, you have a big doctor's appointment or maybe a major test. Yeah. You know, instead of worrying mm-hmm. on the lies of the enemy, yeah. praise God, get in faith and mm-hmm. meditate on the truths of God's Word. Say it over and yes, over and over yes, to yourself. Yes. Then God Himself took my infirmities amen, and bore my amen. sicknesses. <laughs> With His stripes, I'm healed. I think our self-talk is extremely important. Amen. And when our self-talk aligns itself with God talk, then you'll be able to make that change and there will be transformation by the renewing of your mind. Well, that's what you're saying today, though. What's in our heart? That's why we have to meditate on the Word of God. Because if the Word is in our heart in abundance, even if these thoughts of worry Mm -hmm. and fear are trying to overtake our minds, we can speak out of our heart and declare the Word of God. The psalmist David said this. We were walking around the house singing it this week when I knew he was going to be preaching on this. But he said over in Psalms 19, verse 14, he said, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, Hmm. my strength and my Redeemer. One translation, I can't remember now, it might have been the NIV says... Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing. Be pleasing. To you. Yes. Well, the Bible tells us what pleases God. Yeah. Faith pleases God. Yeah. So sometimes we have to speak those words by faith. Yeah. And faith 
the law, the law of uh, faith-filled words yeah. dominate the law yeah. of sin and death. And that law of fear and worry yes. and anxiety. So cabreso pa calataha. So brivi tondando roboso parataha. So let your words align with your belief. Let your words be containers of faith and not of fear. Hallelujah. And you're going to see a change in your life. For our words set the course of our life. Yes. Hallelujah. They're containers. So right now I just sense that we need to pray for people that you've been speaking wrong words. You know you have. You've yielded to fear. You've yielded to worry. But right now in Jesus name we pray for a crop failure. All those wrong words that have been spoken. We bind them in the name of Jesus and we say they are not going to come to pass. They are not going to prosper. And instead, right now, we sow our future with faith-filled words. And that's the harvest that we are expecting. Oh, I pray over you right now. We We declare it in Jesus' name that you, Sibindra, you shall have a harvest of your faith. You shall have a harvest of words that has been spoken yes. according to the word of God in Ooh, Jesus name. God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, As Lord. You were speaking and praying by the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I just saw this in my heart. Turn yeah. around. Turn around. Turn around. Good. Amen. And uh, there's an old, old message from back in the 80s. Chart your course mm. by the words of your mouth. Ooh, that's good. Amen. Some of us sometimes yeah. have gotten on the wrong course. Yeah. <laughs> we could say it this way, that the ship of our life many times heads in the wrong directions because we've been charting our course with doubt and unbelief mm. rather than faith-filled words. Yeah. But I believe that at the top of this year, yes, things can turn around. Thank you, Lord. Things Amen. can turn Amen. around. Yes. And I thought of this in, in, in James chapter 3. Oh, yeah. He said, Behold also the ships, mm -hmm. which they be so great, mm -hmm. and are driven of fierce winds, yet they are turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor or their captaineth, captains listeth or mm -hmm. turns. And he said, And so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. And he goes on to say, about the tongue. Yeah. And so this ship can be turned around. Amen. With a very yes. small Thank helm. You, Lord. That is our tongue. Our tongue. Through the words of our mouth. Yes. You can see turnaround. Amen. You can see turnaround yes. in your soul. Yes. Thank you, You can Lord. see a turnaround in your Thank family. You, Jesus. you can see a turnaround in your body. Yes. Praise Amen. God. So change channels <laughs> and chart your course. Yes. And reprogram yes, your yes, soul yes. with the good word of God <laughs> and get on the right path. Amen. And you will see good and glorious things. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Praise God. And you know, that begins by making Jesus, for That's some true. that are watching today, the Lord of their lives. Yes. 
Yes. Christianity is called the great confession. Yes, it is. In Romans 10, verse 9, it mm -hmm. says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus mm -hmm. and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved That's because right. it is with the, with the heart that man believes. Yes. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation, deliverance. Yes. You want to see a turnaround in your yes, life? Yes, It amen. begins by turning your life mm -hmm. over to Jesus Christ. Amen. If you want to see a turnaround in your life, maybe even if you're a Christian, it begins by making Jesus' word Lord of your yeah, life. Yeah, that's good. Begins Amen. by yes. letting His word yes. dwell in you. First place. So if you're here online today, you want to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life.